0: podcast for what you could learn from your customers. The best thing about podcasting in healthcare is that we're currently at the ground level, meaning that the number of people in healthcare listening to podcasts is small but growing rapidly. I put together a free checklist for you to check out the steps on what it takes to create your own podcast. You could find that at outcomesrocket.health/slash podcast. Check it out today and find a new way to leverage the sales, marketing, and outcomes of your business. That's outcomesrocket.health podcast. Welcome back once again to the Outcomes Rocket podcast, where we chat with today's most successful and inspiring health leaders. Today, I have the amazing Roman Giverts. He's the CEO at ViewMedi, the leading healthcare video network for doctors. Over 200,000 doctors use Vumeni to improve patient care and grow their practice. They provide a large targeted marketing opportunity for healthcare companies using a native advertising model. Roman founded the company from his college apartment as an undergrad engineer at UC Berkeley. He's a huge believer in bootstrapping from nothing, loves helping entrepreneurs get their companies off the ground. But before starting his company, he worked at TechCrunch, at the original office in Mike Arrington's home. Additionally, Roman was the first intern in NBC Universal's anti-piracy group, where he was exposed to pioneering companies in the online video space. So it's a pleasure to extend a warm welcome to you, Roman. I really appreciate you making the time for us. Thanks all, really uh, excited for this conversation. Absolutely. So, Roman, you could have gone a lot of directions. Obviously, video is is a fundamental tool for marketing and and communicating in any any vertical. But why did you decide to choose healthcare? Right. Good question. So,
1: video was getting really hot as YouTube was launching and I was taking this internship and I really had no background in medicine. So it was a little bit accidental that I stumbled into it, but I uh, just happened to be uh, dating a girl who uh, thankfully is my wife, or this would be an awkward story (laughs) over and over again. Uh, uh, My my girlfriend at the time in college, her dad is actually an orthopedic surgeon. And so uh, one day I was just kind of walking around uh, their house and I just stumbled on him watching a surgical video. And this was about maybe 10 or 11 years ago. And uh, before Netflix, if you remember, we had these like racks of DVDs, you know? Yeah. And so he had something like that, but it was uh, surgical videos. And he kind of explained to me that he uses those videos to learn. And uh, of course I said, there isn't a website where uh, all of you physicians can go and look these kind of videos up. And you know, there wasn't, and that was kind of how I stumbled into it. He, he said, you should go, you should go create it. <laughs> and that's nice. uh, I had three or four other ideas and the other ideas I had zero users and I thought I had one here. <laughs> so I thought, uh, okay, well, I think this is my best idea. Uh, and, uh, I guess what kind of maybe where I got a little more invested in the industry was, you know, when I really two things, you know, one, a lot of the other, you know, my friends in college, you know, everyone wanted to start a company or build an app. You know, they're building kind of cute consumer applications. The Apple app store had just launched. So people were doing little cute picture apps. But I just thought this concept had a lot more meaning behind it. Helping physicians treat patients, improve patient care just kind of inspired me more. And then, you know, when I learned about the size of the market, I just couldn't believe, you know, healthcare is number one vertical in our GDP. And so Put it all together; it had meaning. I'm a big financial opportunity, and I kind of thought this is a great space to be. And so, uh, I was actually supposed to go to law school, and I'd gotten in, and uh, had to tell my parents I wasn't going to a top ten
0: law school. Ooh, not <laughs> something. That How I, was that? How did that go?
1: Well, I started telling them about the product, and uh, you know, <laughs> three hundred users. I didn't tell them about it till I, we had like I think
0: a thousand users, but it went pretty well. Very cool. Hey, if you sold it to your parents those investors were a cinch. (laughs) (laughs) Parents who want you to go to grad school,
1: all they've wanted you to do is go to grad school. You're like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to throw all my test scores out. And in fact, I'm not even going to get a job. I'm going to work for free and live at home instead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Got to love it, man. Well, fast forward to today, you guys have definitely picked up some good traction and you're doing some great things. What would you say, Roman, is a hot topic that needs to be on every medical leader's agenda today. And how are you and your team at ViewMedi tackling that?
1: Yeah, I think what we see probably the most exciting and inspiring trend is just the rapid innovation in some of the specialties, particularly oncology and rheumatology. You know, the innovations happening in oncology are changing humanity, right? So, probably the biggest one that's getting talked about right now is the approval of CAR T-cell therapy, so kids who are, you know, under 25 and, you know, none of the available treatments could save them. Can now get a CAR T uh, cell trans T cell therapy, and they're literally saving lives. And It's pretty pretty incredible. Um, you know, if you look what's happening in oncology, every week there's a new FDA approval. So it has, all of that has enormous impact to just about every field, right? Whether, whether you're a clinician, right? You're, you have new abilities to save lives. The economics are are very controversial. Some of these therapies are very, very, very expensive. The FDA pathways have been modified now because again, you're saving lives and think there's, you know, rapid approvals and things like that. And then, you know, from a view, many point of view, it's a significant change in practice to actually apply these therapies. And so when you see headlines like, 400% increase in survival in bladder cancer. That's something that as an oncologist, you wanna take advantage of. That's not like 10% minor impact in some type of quality of life metric. These are like lives being saved. And so they have to get educated and they have to keep up and they have to learn. And so from a Medi point of view, that's really where we fit in is trying to help these oncologists and, uh, and as well as many other specialists where there's rapid innovation, rapid change, and the physicians trying to keep up and, and treat patients better, trying to help them.
0: That's awesome, super important too, right? That rack of DVDs is the day of yesterday and, and we're in the streaming age. So no doubt it's important for clinicians to have a, a point where they could actually go visit, get what they need, And move on. Can you share with the listeners how you've applied some of these technologies to help leverage and scale the new solutions that are available?
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, I I think that um, the educational pathway is complex. I think that we take for granted how hard it is to actually You know, just to stick with the oncology example, to actually change your practice and use one of these therapies, let alone change how you do a surgery, which is even more complex, or even how you treat a patient with diabetes and a few comorbidities. Very, very complex educational pathway. I think a lot of what's traditionally been out there from the days before the internet and it was textbooks all the way to today, there's a lot of news websites, you know, that cover in a paragraph or a short video. But the educational pathway is complex. It's hours of education. And so that's where technology comes in, right? On VMedi, we have 15,000 videos. Just on one topic, we might have 30, 50, over 100 videos. You just can't do that with the DVD rack we started talking about. You can't do that with basic uh, search, right? So we have very advanced taxonomies, very advanced understanding of like basic, intermediate, advanced content, very advanced understanding of related content. Um, and then we're also, you know, investing a lot to understand what our users, where they are in that pathway. And the only way to do that is with technology. And I think that's what technology has enabled the physician to be able to not only to get access to so much more content, right? Like 15,000 videos compared to 20, but also it's enabled the platform like Vumetti to then recommend that and actually help make them decisions and help guide them to the right, to the right place.
0: Yeah, it's a great call out. And and folks, if you're curious, the website for ViewMedi is dot com. View Medi, V U M E D I dot com. Check them out over there, see what they're up to. Really cool stuff. Making education simpler. It doesn't have to be complex. And with all the changes, it's super important that we have a tool to make it that way. So Roman, talk to me about a time when something didn't work out, a setback that you guys had. What did you learn from that setback? Take us to that moment.
1: Sure, I I could spend the whole podcast on those. Probably, I think the top of the list, I think there's a tendency to prioritize and do things that sound good over doing things that have the greatest economic value and output. I'll give you, you know, just one example Though we've made that mistake many times, but I'll give you just kind of the one biggest example. You know, we our goal was to get as many doctors on the platform as we could. And we chased big round numbers, you know, 50,000, 100,000, 200,000. So we would open up specialties that had very large numbers of doctors on pediatrics, radiology, and so forth, and over 50,000 physicians. What we learned though, was that that's not necessarily the greatest economic opportunity for Vumetti, right? So what sounded good getting to hundred thousand doctors wasn't actually the optimal way to grow the business and you know, today, you know, we've learned that it's actually the greatest opportunity for us are specialties like oncology or rheumatology, which have significantly less physicians, but those physicians spend a lot more money those products cost a lot more. And so every one of those physicians is much, much more valuable to the platform and to the potential advertisers. And so I think that if you're a product guy like me and you know you wanted to solve a problem for physicians, which we did, you don't always put your kind of businessman hat on and actually think about, well, how do I build the biggest business the fastest way possible? And I think we, we've learned from mistakes like that. And I think now in everything we do on a day-to-day basis from every single product decision, every single expansion decision every investment we make we think about you know what is what is the economic output of that investment and i think by doing that you grow a lot faster
0: yeah that's a great call out roman and one that if you're working in the innovation of a product your company needs to keep this in mind. Just because it sounds good doesn't mean it is good. Good ideas aren't necessarily good business plans. <laughs> and okay. so this is a great message from Roman that he's shared with us today. So let's keep that in mind. Pressure test those things. Hold yourself accountable. Don't just go with something that sounds good. Well, how about one of your proudest moments, Roman? What's been something that you guys have achieved today that you're like, man, this is awesome?
1: Yeah, I'll... Uh Just give you the achievement, and then maybe give you a little backstory for why that was so important to us, which is you know also learning. Q4 of last uh, so last December, so about seven months ago, we had our first 100% renewal quarter, and Q4 is our biggest quarter where where more a large percentage of our sales comes in, and so that's a nice you know a nice metric. But it was really a a journey of about a year and a half previously. We had a bit of a transition at Gumetti and. Uh, sales, which previously did not report into me, began reporting into me, which is a whole new area for me that I had to learn about. And we really transitioned at the company from celebrating sales to celebrating customer success. And I think there's a tendency to get really excited by when you close a new deal, right? And, and we still celebrate that by all means. But I think what I've learned is that growth comes from the success at the conclusion of the delivery of what you sold. In other words, in the renewals, right? And so one of our company values that we created about now two years ago was customer success, right? And everything was not about the sale, it was about delivering success. And so, you know, we, a lot of our customers are on a, you know, annual cycle. So, you know, that January is when we began a lot of these investments in their success. And so, you know, we didn't know whether they would, uh, you know, we invested a lot and then you kind of wait and wait and wait and then you get to the end of the contract and you're up for renewal. So we saw that all of that, all of that investment that we made and in, in the success of others translated to 100% renewal. And the reason it was such a big important achievement for the company was that it showed us that the methodology that we were undertaking, the principles, the philosophies that they were working. And that I mean, you know, not only did we, beat our forecast and it was a great financial year it showed that like we as a company we knew what we were doing and we really were delivering to our customers and it inspired us for the future growth that it would mean if we could continue to do that so it was sort of a, an exciting last day of the year there but a long road getting there
0: that's awesome congratulations on that roman to you and your team and you know it's those little shifts that can make a huge difference roman your last name is Giverts. You are a giver, my friend. You're a go-giver, not a go-getter. I've never uh, heard
1: that, but I'm going to use it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'll share with you. We have, we have a joke internally. We call it, uh, I don't know if, any, if anyone uh, remembers a song from the early 90s uh, called OPP.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember that.
1: Yeah, there you go. Uh, it's other people's problems. And so one of our core values is you know, we care about other people's problems. We want to solve other people's problems. And that's sort
0: of a, a funnier spin of customer success. Love that. What a great story there, Roman. And and I love that you guys have those little playful ways to engage culture there at your organization. You guys you're doing a really nice job there, man. Thank you, so I appreciate that. Absolutely. Now tell us a little bit about an exciting project or focus that you guys are working on at View Medi today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I I've mentioned sort of oncology as a theme. You know, that's by far the fastest specialty we've ever launched. What took us three or four years in other specialties. We grew in just a year where we have over uh, 6,000 oncologists using the platform, um, hundreds of videos, many partnerships. It's a great space to be in, but, you know, I think what we're learning also then is the targeting and how important the targeting, the targeting technology is in that field, particularly And that a typical oncologist treating 20 different cancers, that's changing every, like I said, every week there's a new FDA approval, but furthermore, you know, some of these cancers are really rare, you know, so for example, some of these like uh, blood cancers, you're seeing one or two patients a year, right? And so you're not, you know, you're trying to stay up to speed and up to date. So, you know, what we're really working on is targeting the physicians when they actually need when they actually have that problem right so you get a lot of newsletters i get a ton of them well the reality is if i'm seeing you know 20 different types of cancers and right now my problem is in breast but you're sending me something in lung that's not going to do it for me right? right and so really knowing the users really well as well as having the content then actually having the technology and the taxonomy that underpins a lot of that technology to be able to recommend the right content at the right time i think that's really exciting i think that uh all of us that have shopped on Amazon have seen that type of thing in action. That's what we're trying to bring to medicine. And I, and I think it has huge opportunity to really change the workflows of physicians and how they acquire information. And then as a result, how they change their practice
0: and, and treat patients. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, as a consumer, you definitely value companies that could say, hey, Roman, I know that you're kind of interested in this. So why don't you check this out? Like Oh my gosh. Thank you. <laughs> like, you know, it's amazing when you have a technology that helps you do that and it's not easy, right? I mean, you guys, it sounds like you guys are putting in the technology, the algorithms, machine learning, whatever you guys are doing to actually make the platform smarter so that it makes smart recommendations. I get into my car in the morning and it says, it's 10 minutes to your son's daycare. <laughs> and, then, and then, when yeah. I get back in it 's like all right it 's fifteen minutes back home like those are the yeah. types of insights that people want right
1: as you said it 's really complex i mean the, the quantity of data is just extraordinary and and, and you scale out of it. Our, our engineers were just talking this morning they um, they were up to one a m upgrading our database last week to just you know the amount of data points you know if you can imagine every open of an email, every impression, yeah. every page view, every social like every tiny thing that a user does tells you whether they're interested in something or as importantly, that they're not interested in something. And then, you know, trying to take all those data points and add hundreds of thousands of users to come to a conclusion is it's very complex. And uh, to credit, so just the quality of our uh, really advanced engineering team, that's sort of the backbone of UMedi.
0: That's awesome, Roman. And yeah, I mean, you know, half the battle, like you said, is like separating the signal from the noise. If they don't open it, that's just as important as if they did. So you know that you should be focusing on something versus not. And folks, when you're thinking about how you use data within your organization, take some of these thoughts that Roman has left us with in understanding you've got to separate the signal from the noise if you're going to make those true insights to improve outcomes and, and build better business models. Roman, getting close to the end here, let's pretend you and I are building a medical leadership course on what it takes to be successful in the business of medicine, the 101 of Roman Giverts. We're going to write a syllabus, four questions lightning round style, followed by a book that you recommend to the listeners. You ready? Yep. All right. What's the best way to improve healthcare outcomes?
1: Uh, So I think just uh, measuring everything so that the data exists and then making it transparent so that at the very least you have access to it, but even multiple organizations can have access to analyze it and innovate around it.
0: What's the biggest mistake or pitfall to avoid? Not having a fully
1: completed interdisciplinary team, health tech or digital health. It's an interdisciplinary field. It, you know, It's healthcare technology, as well as often other, other fields. And, w- and what I see most often is a company started by a technologist or a company started by a physician or clinician that then doesn't have all of the pieces together. And, and I think it, it's required to, if you don't have one of those pieces, you'll
0: sometimes struggle to succeed. How do you stay relevant despite constant change?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's important. Vumetti uh, has been around for 10 years. So that's a good one for us to talk about. You know, it's really all about growth. We've grown much faster the last three years than our first three years. The faster you're growing, the more relevant
0: uh, you are. And that growth is all about creating results. Absolutely. And finally, what is one area of focus that drives everything in your organization? What I just said, results. Uh, We're all about creating results. Love that. And you're all about the OPP, right?
1: <laughs> yes. about creating results in opP <laughs> i was wondering how my uh you know mid 90s love for rap would intersect my uh
0: professional career and finally <laughs> love it, man. And what's your favorite book you want to recommend to the listeners?
1: Yeah, the book, uh, I've read it at least 10 times is uh, Crossing the Chasm. It's very well known in um, uh, technology marketing. I don't know if it's known as a medical book, but it is by far the most important book that helped uh, me succeed. I probably read it five to 10 times just in the first year. Every time I was stuck, I'd go back and read Crossing the Chasm. And it explains to you when you start your company, your first year, you're going to have customers or users or whoever the stakeholder is you're trying to acquire that say no to you and that don't use your product or don't buy your product. And that book explains to you why they're not buying it. And that allows you to understand sort of where you are in your trajectory and where you need to be going. And uh, we talk about that book at Vmeddy on a regular, the concepts in that book of crossing the chasm and early adopters and pragmatic, pragmatic buyers, and whole product solutions on like a daily and weekly basis to this day, and following their niche marketing D-day strategy is literally what what allowed me to succeed because we started real, real small as a, uh, a site for shoulder surgeons and then just orthopedics, and now, as you mentioned. We have over 200,000 uh, physicians and in, in over 50 specialties, but uh, it all started with a really targeted niche marketing strategy that uh, I got from Crossing the Chasm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got to love it. Great recommendation, Roman. Folks, if you want to get a hold of this book, as well as the transcript from our conversation today, just go to outcomesrocket.health slash Vumedi, V-U-M-E-D-I. You're going to see all the links there and you could get your learning on. So Roman, this has been a blast. I'd love if you could just leave us with a closing thought and then the best place where the listeners could get in touch with you or follow you.
1: Yeah, sure. I think my closing thought is just to thank you, Saul, so for organizing this podcast. I think healthcare, health tech, digital health education is necessary. And there's so many podcasts on like technology. It's really great to have more exposure for, for our field and for you giving a, a platform for people like myself to come on and share share our thoughts and, and beliefs and, and ideas on, on, this, on this field. So thank you for doing it. Thank you for having me on it. I, I really appreciate it.
0: Absolutely, Roman. It's a pleasure. And and if, if anybody out there listening to this sort of what you said struck a chord with them, what would be the best way for them to reach out or follow you?
1: Yeah, the best thing to do is, um, God, I always gave out my email and I'm going to do it, but uh, you can just email me directly at roman And if I don't reply, just, just send it again. I, uh, we get a lot more inbound than we used to, but uh, I try to make myself available for uh, as many people as I can.
0: Folks, if you write an email to Roman, just type in Outcomes Rocket in the subject and the likelihood of him answering will go up. That's so
1: and I've done <laughs> that myself, by the way, for other people I've listened to. So that's a good tip. So-
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So folks, there you have it. Roman giverts with View Maddie. Roman, this has been a blast. Really appreciate you sharing your insights and looking forward to catching up with you soon. Thank you.